Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. We're going from Waterboy to Aquaman. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And this is Chris, the uncontested creator, Casadis. Comic Book Stuff! <laughs> Soundy and full effects. He is the greatest soundboard of all time. That's Soundy. What a, he is the best. What an unworthy son. Oh my god. <laughs> Even if you were legitimate, I would claim him as a bastard. You, I mean, he's basically, for you, he is... Uh, no, I'm trying to blank out his name. Credence from Fantastic Beasts, for you. I mean, he's just Credence at this point. He's going I, can, to, I can fucking smell the squib on him. He's going to become uh, an Obscurial, and he's going to devour you at fucking some point. I hope so. He would do something productive then. <clears throat> this is, uh, this is uh, binge mode. Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts podcast. Uh, San Antonio uh, edition. So much worse, but so many more tacos. Uh, No, this is comic book characters. We've got lots of comic stuff uh, to talk about. He just did that by himself. I didn't even touch that. Sure, sure. Well, hey, man. Five stars for his overzealous nature, okay? (laughs) He's coming through with the extra horns. Nobody ever said we need less horns. Right? Oh, no. So, don't encourage him. Oh, Please no. don't encourage him. <laughs> All right. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, we we obviously could have recorded an episode earlier, probably last weekend. People have been wondering, where's the new episode? Not that many people have been wondering, but enough. And <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, we had heard a rumor that they were going to drop a... That Marvel's going to drop two trailers. And, and it was going to be Captain Marvel and... In Avengers uh, 4, which is Avengers Endgame, now that we know. And I knew what was going to happen. If we recorded the episode whenever we were going to record it, yep. those trailers were going to drop the next day. Yep. So a little behind the scenes, we just were just waiting. We were just waiting and waiting, and we're like, oh, here they are. Now we can do it. So, so uh, you know. you got to have patience sometimes. It's like a Nike drop on Saturday morning. you gotta, you got to You got to wait. How'd that go for you? went all right i mean yeah. uh proud owner some concords not wanna i mean it's not really too much of a come up since there's about a million released but still i saw like a meme where it was like hey i got those shoes and then it was just a picture of the other versions of that shoe that had come out like over the last like eight years or something wow it was, it was like eight pairs of the wow so but hey congrats congrats thank you, you know. thank you small yeah. applause for me <clears throat> in a, in a in a world where Thanos has wiped out half of all living things, you got to take the small pleasures and joys in life. Look at that segue. We are going to talk about the Avengers Endgame trailer. We're going to talk about just all of the wacky stuff that's kind of been going around on the internet regarding the trailer. We're going to talk about Black Panther, uh, m- <laughs> monumentous moment uh, for Black Panther. Momentous is what I meant to oh, say. Oh, now I understand what those acronyms mean. Oh, right. Good game. Uh, Captain Marvel trailer. We've got a surprising Marvel character fast-tracking on a film. That's pretty cool. We've got another casualty of the Thanos snap or just Ugh. Disney and Netflix and Marvel not getting along. We're going to get into that. We're going we're gonna to go a little local with a uh, really wonderful band that did something really cool in honor of Stan Lee. We'll talk about that. Okay, wow. This could literally have been the entire episode. No joke. Yeah. Even without no. spoilers, we could have done an entire episode on just this. 
we got to see Spider-Verse or Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. Uh, we're going to touch on it. We're not going to spoil anything. We promise. Touch. We're gonna, yeah. It's a very light touching. Uh, just, you know, Over not enough to Over get um, arrested. And uh, <laughs> we've got a really good casting corner. We've got some, I would say, positive news. Uh, what would you say? Would you say cancer being eradicated uh, for at least one person being good news? Uh, if I say no, I'm going to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ready? I really, yeah, I really you, painted you right into a corner. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... <laughs> We're gonna talk about <laughs> the Reaper. Stay the one for the Reaper. <laughs> Chris, the Reaper Gossett is just like, <laughs> how old are they? I don't care. They gotta die. Uh, we got <laughs> nature chose them for extinction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you know, actually, that's not on the slide, but we could totally talk about that. There is this like Chinese scientist that apparently is doing some real fucking oh, word. like yeah. Norman Osborn bullshit. Some like Doc Ock, some Octavius stuff. Some really crazy stuff out there. Uh, we might touch on that. We've got some uh, Netflix news regarding a few different projects that Netflix is doing that we think y'all are going to be really psyched about. But let's go ahead and jump into it, Chris. Yeah. The Avengers 4, which we can officially title now Avengers Endgame. And boy, the Russo brothers really love to troll the fans. They had, <laughs> they, you know, somebody had guessed a long time ago yeah. that the, t- the title was going to be Avengers Endgame. And they're like, nah, 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 it's not that name. It's not. Why would you even say it's that name? It's not that name. Yeah, that, that's that's a clown name, bro. That's a clown name. Did your mama name you that name? It's a bad name. <laughs> it is that name. It was totally that name. <laughs> that was clearly the name. I mean, to be fair, uh, Cucumber Bondledink, you know, he, he really paused super hard on the, uh, we're in the end game. Yeah. Now, like it, it, <laughs> in that scene in the movie, it's like there's a spotlight on his mouth when he <laughs> says the word "endgame." So, uh, you know, whatever. But so they're trolling us. That's cool. That actually, I like that because I, I don't want them to admit when we have cut on or latched onto something that is accurate. Just let's lie to us, man. Just like Chris, yeah. Chris Rock said to uh, what Jerry, uh, Jerry's kids or whatever. Remember that. Do you remember that bit from, like, 98? Why am I dating myself so much? Wow, dude. He's like, uh, lie to me, Jerry. Like, we cured polio. Like, what are you to cure this stuff with? The- I don't know, man. Never mind. <laughs> so, the Avengers Endgame trailer came out. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> Seymour. Shut the fuck up. Give me the big piece of chicken. <laughs> wow. That's all that Chris Rock remember. Okay. That's all that anyone remembers. Aw. <laughs> Chris Rock. <laughs> Wow, all right. Shots fired at Chris Rock. I guess he's on the list. Oh, he's on the list. With Junkie XL. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, Chris, Avengers 4 trailer. Yeah. The listeners have seen it. We've all seen it. It's on the Facebook page. So we're not going to go beat for beat. Lots of other people do that. Whatever. What is the thing that stood out to you most about this trailer? Hmm. Um... I can't say like the one I want to say because it didn't, didn't stand out to me until like the fifth viewing. Uh, I was kind of slightly confused at first because Cap frames it as like uh, it's got to work. This you know, or I don't know what else I'm gonna do because this is the biggest fight of our lives. And like my initial reaction after like the second viewing was like, my guy, wasn't that last movie? The fight of you know, you guys lost. This is the L. You're holding the L. Like. I get that, you know, I haven't seen the movie, obviously. It hasn't come out. 
there's the whole movie for me to be you know have this question answered but like you're getting you're getting back to where you were this is like the fight's the fight's over this is the next fight this is I, I don't know so the framing of it seemed a little bit weird to me like we had all the preamble already we we, we had the main event um you got to you had to really do some doctor who type shit to get back to being whole now well you know it's funny you say that because there is you know we've talked about this before um that there there may be either a time jump or some some time uh, some timeline stuff where maybe mm-hmm. they're they're messing with the timeline. They're going into the into the past or into the future, yeah, or, or both. You know, and the past future. Oh no, <laughs> right, the past future, the, the, the forbidden fourth dimension of time. <laughs> I think we're like at the seventh dimension at that point. Like it's, <laughs> we've got a long ways down the road. <laughs> I feel like even though they don't they don't touch on anything specifically, the trailer is just weird enough to hint at yeah they're going to be doing some time stuff, right? Some time travel. Uh, that being said, I'll go right on it and tell you that my favorite part was the sweet like insert from the eight mile sequence that's going to be in the <laughs> film with Thor. And I th- dude, I think you massive yeah. bars, yeah. What would you you actually came with an alternate title right for the film? Oh yeah, what was this, it? This should totally be Avengers of uh, Eight Realms. Eight Realms. What if you had one chance, one Thanos killing hammer to kill Shaq and Purple you Shaq. fucked it up? Yeah, he's still alive. Dad's Linguini. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> I don't know how you are doing this and not recording an album like Victor Oladipo, but whatever. Uh, so the thing about the trailer in tone, it's very somber. It's it's we see Hawkeye as Ronan Ooh, as a yeah. character that's called Ronan in the comic, uh, looking just really distraught. Like his family is dead, right? They dusted. He like oh, that's the only to. thing that would have. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is like maybe somebody just told him right before they you know they find him there that like that Black Widow was going to get her own solo movie and that he wasn't. (laughs) What about Budapest? And then he just goes on a killing rampage. Yeah. But no, his family's gone. I mean, clearly he looks distraught. That's cool. I mean, I, I want to see Jeremy Renner through a lens of pain. So super psyched. I mean, heart locker is this as a movie. (laughs) That's true. And I've watched it many times. I'm like, (laughs) come on, this will be the time. This will be the time. No, (laughs) Renner, you ass. You made it again. Schrodinger's rewatch. Yeah. Um, The internet has had a lot of fun with this. Apparently, because, because the internet, people have been messaging NASA, (laughs) pleading with NASA to save Mr. Stark. Oh, dude, a drift in the Milano. Tony Stark out in space. Uh, You know, I know Ignacio was very concerned (laughs) for Tony. Um, By the way, we're going to have to do a death pull on this one as well. I just thought about that. Yeah, we're going to have to definitely do a death pull. Uh, Anything in the trailer? Here's an interesting thing. Here's a good one. Is there yeah. anything in the trailer that you think they're faking us out on where either they're doing the mm. thing where they're like covering something up or where 
they're just misleading us through the dialogue or the editing of the trailer. Huh. Anything stand out? Yeah, there's not too much to go on. Uh, you, you don't really see Thanos. Uh, you see his armor being the Scarecrow, which we kind of got a glimpse at, right? At the... Oh, yeah. Real quick, on that, I saw a meme. It was great. It was like, hey, did everyone see that shot of Drax in the Thanos armor? <laughs> oh. you, can't, you can't see him. Not wow. Right. Uh, I mean, that's not Batista. That's Cena that you can't see, but whatever. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> yes, that's a WWE reference. Um, yeah, no, not really. I, I don't think we're being faked out too much. I mean, maybe the Scott Lang thing happens like at the beginning of the movie because the way they cut the trailer makes it seem like it's like the gonna be like the thing that helps him out at the midpoint of Act Two or something. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know. Maybe, um, maybe the whole Tony thing because uh, if if you just kind of think about it, like the the whole title sequence, like leading up to the um, the title reveal at the end. Uh, it's dust coming back together. So everybody, you know, they're they're visually telling us that oh no, everybody's gonna undust. Everybody's gonna kind of like reformulate whatever. If that's the case, Tony might be the only casualty of these two movies for real. Oh no, Tony and Gamora, because um, he's adrift in the Milano. He's without resources. He's without oxygen, and he's gonna die out there unless and the Guardians can't help him because they're on tech- Titan still. That's why they dusted. Right. Um, Nebula apparently isn't there. <laughs> Uh, so tough look for a girl, by the way. Like she just left him. Okay, I mean, and she she just caressed that sweet Gamora chair, and then was like, "Yeah, I'm done." And then went back off to, um, then what is she gonna do now? <laughs> I guess try and kill Thanos. Yeah, That's yeah. I, I don't know. There's there's uh there's not that much to go on, and that's great. I mean, I wish trailers would be like that more often. Um, <coughs> oh, pardon me. Fuck my mud but my mute button, I guess. Um, wow, <laughs> or your mud butt. <laughs> or my mud butt. Came out. <laughs> um, here's what I think they did in this trailer that's really smart. Yeah. I think everything we see happens in the first like 15 minutes of the film. That'd be nice, yeah. I think I and here the, the Russos are super smart. Marvel Studios are really smart about this stuff. They they really know what they're doing. And I think, yeah, I really think that this is everything that we see is like in the first 15, 20 minutes. And I'll even go one further. I would love it if that moving forward, every future trailer was just 30 seconds. If they just did like maybe two more 30 second trailers and that's it. <laughs> it's just Marvel. Y'all know what it is. You're yeah, gonna come see. Like it. they're good. Everyone's gonna see it. Like come on. You're gonna you're not see. You saw the first one. You're not gonna see the one where everyone comes back or like <laughs> resolves all the shit. Like you want. You want. So you want your head cannon to be that Black Panther is just dead. Okay. Wow. I mean, yeah. Why, no, it's just, at that this world. point, Marvel Studios. Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> I mean, they have to do something after the studio ten years thing. I mean, we, you can't stick with that you got to do just go real aggressive man i mean like really so aggressive and dark i have to ask Mm. are you from the dc universe (laughs) okay so dark uh we see the poster which you kind of touched on um it's also in the title sequence i guess of avengers endgame but the poster is this event virtually provides the same image it's it's the coming together of the Avengers symbol from like dust particles. Mm. Other people have read it as it's fractured. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you could, mm. you could kind of read it either way, but like the thing is that's already happened. 
Yeah. You know, so what? where do we go from here? So I think it, I agree with you. I think it is more of a coming together kind of thing. Over me. <laughs> um. Right. Yeah, right now. Over you. Just like the, all those paperback writers said. Right. They were like, help. <laughs> I mean, eight, it's their eight, fault for living in a yellow submarine. I mean, eight days a week. It's a tough life, guys. Um, <laughs> Makes you want to say, oh, bloody, oh, bloody. Wow. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you need to take a break in some strawberry fields. How did this turn into a Beatles podcast? <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Oh, this oh, segue. Quick, okay, before what? you move on, okay. uh, let me sign the brakes on the on, on the bus, big boy. Mm. Um, mm. Shuri. Oh yeah. Okay, but is that a misdirect? Because we see Scott Lang, right? He's on the screen as well. Just showing pictures of people we like. Yeah, it's like I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> but there's like um, a Sherry and then it turns into Peter like yeah these are our fallen right I don't know I mean I th- I could have sworn at some point that the Russos had confirmed that Sherry was safe yeah for real just to be sure I went onto that did Thanos kill me website and I typed in Shuri and it <laughs> said safe so you know that Russian well, bot, that Russian bot algorithm <laughs> that's on Facebook said that she was safe. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, uh, we'll have to find out. I I certainly uh, want Shuri uh, back. You know, clearly want her back, just like Michael Jackson did in Jackson Five. I I really want to see a Peter Shuri situation, like. Yeah, that's just the ABCs of storytelling. Can we do that? I mean, I think that would be that would be really great. So <laughs> if she did thus, though, what do you think her last words were? Um, and, and is that how the movie opened? <laughs> just with her death? Just to remind? Just, yeah, just, just to, yeah, like fuck just, y'all. Just to, <laughs> what, just to twist it a little bit time. more. Um, <laughs> like talkies are not so bad, you know. Like she's in, she's still in California. She's still in. Uh, where Oakland? was she? Oakland. She's she, still in Oakland. She was trying to get the mind gem out of vision. Uh, that's true. She's not in Oakland no more. I don't know. <laughs> but she, oh, okay. Uh, then her last line is, uh, oh, I wish I had more Takis. And then. Okay. Yeah. Sponsor. Uh, so this, this week, uh, True Believers. <laughs> proud sponsor. Takis. Takis. All the 13-year-olds love them for some reason. We don't know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where Shuri is, where she is, or where she is going. I can tell you where she's going to be, though. Uh-huh. At the Golden Globes! Oh, no! Black Panther nominated for Best Picture at the Golden Globes. First superhero film. To have... Whoa. Let, let Whoa. the record state that was the wrong applause. But... <laughs> yeah, that, that one went a little sideways at the end. All right, hooping up. Happy one sideways too. Hooping up. Like I said, don't don't put too much stock in this guy. I don't like him at all. Saudi's just he's just rambunctious today. He's got that youthfulness, that youthful digital exuberance. (laughs) I'm not going to charge him this week. Okay, (laughs) that's how that's how you put him down. You just don't plug him in. That's rough. I'm going to leave him on. It's a rough look. Be like, see how far you can go, young young buck. You got two days in you. Young man, strive for that sunset. What? 
Alright, so Black Panther... against the dying of the light. <laughs> Black Panther, Call the Globe, nominee, Best Picture. How do you feel about that? Do you think this is this should have been the first comic book film to have that honor? Hmm. Hmm. Should it have been Logan? Should it have been... I mean, if I'm being honest, it should have been V for Vendetta. Should it have been but... Fan 4 Stick? <laughs> yeah, they just really liked the color choices they did, the cinematography, switching from like red to green. That was real good. Uh, the Academy should have uh, acknowledged that. Um, <laughs> they really wanted to, but you know politics, man. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I definitely agree with this. God, just the rewatchability of Black Panther alone. It's good every time. It really is. It doesn't really matter where you go into it either. Like it was, I was yeah. on HBO, I think, the other day, and I I caught it right at the Umbaku T'Challa fight. Oh yeah, solid. Just I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. And then <laughs> and then like the a couple of days later, it was uh, it was right when um, when Claw got killed by Killmonger, mm-hmm. and I was like, yep, I'm in. Let's do it. I thought you were just a crazy American. Tony Stark used to say that. It's weird <laughs> that he your, would say that. But... He was South African. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony Tony has a bit of a problem with the drink. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of damage to his cortex, frontal lobes and whatnot. <laughs> I know my brain stuff. I don't know my brain stuff at all. Uh, okay. Well... I okay, so I don't want to minimize this you in any way, it? shape, or it? form. But we are getting the first Marvel female superhero film in Captain Marvel. We got wow. a trailer for it. It's kind. It's like it's this. It's it's the full trailer, like the second trailer. Uh, again, this is the first another Marvel first, right? We they got the first Golden Globes Best Picture nominee. Now they're working on their first female led film. We get the trailer, and kind of interesting thing about this trailer, two, well, two things. Um, do you recall a little film from 20, I want to say it's 2011, starring, starring one Mr. Ryan Reynolds from Warner Brothers and DC Films called Green Lantern? Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Okay, so somebody tipped me off. Uh, which I really liked this too because they they just sort of wanted me to do my own sleuthing about it I guess but they were like hey did you see <laughs> you had a you had a deep throat on this yeah I got a little bit of like a Rorschach on me like it was okay but I'm I'm here for it so they're like did you like the Captain Marvel trailer I'm like yeah they're like have you seen the Green Lantern trailer I'm like what they're like go watch the Green uh-huh. Lantern trailer so I went back and watched the Green Lantern trailer. And yeah, man, it's just real similar. <laughs> it's like oh, no. they've got a lot of similarities. There's cockpit shots. That's right, cockpit shots. There's there's like there's unsolicited like a, cockpit shots. There's so unsolicited. There's establishing shots of like the the alien like cities. There's them in their costumes, like looking up into the mm. sky. There's just a lot of shots. I'm like, well, this is very similar. So. Um, she she pledges her allegiance to a lantern. Yeah, it's really weird. And she's like, when in darkest day and brightest light, you know, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> um, There's a murderous cat? Oh, no. There is a murderous cat. Actually, you know, it's funny that you bring up the cat. I, I actually was going to uh, posit that are we going to hit a men in black scenario here where 
the cat has like a galaxy on its on its oh. thing on its leash on its hmm. not its leash on its collar. I'm just wondering, like, if they already stole from yeah. Green Lantern, they might as well still steal from <laughs> Men in Black as well. Um, oh, if, if anything, it's the code that he punches into the little Nextel thing, the two-way pager mm-hmm. to send for Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, anything is on the table at this point. Is what I'm saying. Uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, you know, if we were Marvel fanboys, we might say something like, oh, "Okay, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're sort of taking a lot of story elements from Green Lantern." But they're Marvel, so they're going to actually do it right and well, and <laughs> it's going to be a, an entertaining movie as opposed to a, a chaotic mess. Um, and, you know, if I were a Marvel fanboy, I would say, fuck Green Lantern 2011, and I don't care <laughs> that it's the same film. And I did say all those things, and I'm going to leave it now. at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the that actually might be the most humble mic drop I've ever heard. <laughs> All uh, those things I just said, I meant them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I meant them. Uh, what did you like about this trailer? Um, man, ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I think this trailer has instilled in me that this movie is going to potentially be the best Marvel movie that we've seen so far because she's wearing a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt. <laughs> It's fair. That's... I cannot I cannot express to you enough how much joy this has given me in my life to know that she has listened to The Becoming at some point. Yeah. Ah, this is so much character development. I, I have so many thoughts. Ah. <laughs> so many thoughts. I I, I just I just want to I just want to nerd out with this on her. Like, I mean, what does she think about hesitation marks? Has she, has she heard it? Um, I think it's great. I don't I don't know what everybody it's accessible. Yes, but is that wrong? No. Um, with teeth. Some great tracks at the back. Uh, who thought that would happen? Um, do yeah, th- no. Do you think I, that she also holds Pretty Hate Machine is unnecessarily ahead of its time, like mind-bogglingly ahead? Uh, of its so time. there, there are beats, there are patterns, there are melodies that you hear on the radio today in 2018. That came out in 1989. What is Rent? What is Trent doing? Or Rent? Rent Tesner? What is he doing as well? <laughs> I, I mean, I think Rent Tesner might be uh, correct because. He's probably an alien, much like a David Bowie scenario. I think we've hit David Bowie scenario with Trent Reznor, um, yeah, with Prince scenario, where I don't actually think he's human. Uh, he's either from a different timeline right. or parallel universe. That's how he's able to get those mad beats and rhythms. Uh, it, it's he, just so validating. Um, I, I understand, like when people talk about, I mean, uh, representation on a much deeper level now. <laughs> Not necessarily in a minority sense, but just in a musical sense. I appreciate <laughs> in, that. In a musical sense, right, yeah. Okay, so I, I would normally I would normally give you a little bit of a hard time on this take, but here's the thing. Uh, I think I've actually mentioned this before on the podcast. In, in the mid to late 90s, Green Lantern was revamped, and they brought in a new Green Lantern by the name of Kyle Rayner, and mm-hmm. I read that first issue where they introduce him and in that comic he is listening to nine inch nails oh, and shit, i was like right. i was that. like uh yeah i'm gonna subscribe to that thank you now yes thank you very much and i i read that comic for like three years based oh, no. solely off of that one thing so yeah i'm totally in with you on this uh the the cool thing for me on the trailer i know you're being uh, facetious but still is that it, it's a bit of a mystery. Like they they yeah. they really position her character as what we're seeing may not be what we're really getting. 
and right. and even she may not be who she thinks she is. And exactly, because Ron, we know Ronan's a part of this story, and Ronan's um, a fucking maniac. He's, yeah, he's Creed. Right, and so is she's, and she's all like, "Yeah, we're heroes, we're I'm, good guys." Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the people that she's running with, that Creed crew. Uh, those are th- those are Ronan's buddies. So mm. it really they're giving us a lot of tips like pay attention. Th- you know this may not be what you think it is. Yeah, and it, it, it's really setting up some sort of Jason Bourne angle with it. I like it. I do like that. I, Kevin Feige has even said on record in an interview. He said we're going to do an origin story like no other origin story you've ever seen. Where it's going to be very different. That's what he said. So yeah, I think I think. Um, I think that's where we're going with this one. I will add one other thing. I, you know, I asked you the question on the last one, like what is the most likely thing where they're swerving us in the trailer uh, mm-hmm. with, with like CGI or whatever. I absolutely think it's Samuel L. Jackson and that little cut over his eye. You're not fooling uh, me, man, with the little, the little <laughs> bandaid on. No, his eye's gone. Okay, it's not there. Okay, it's, yeah. it's a gaping hole. We're gonna have to stare at it on a giant screen. It's gonna be very traumatizing. Uh, like a Thor me. Ragnarok situation. They're the same thing, right? But like for much longer periods of the film. Yeah, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be like a sequence where they just sit on that eye socket for like uh. a good forty five seconds. It's gonna be. Uh. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, and just like the full length of Eraser plays. Mm. I like. You're just gonna cram them all in, aren't you? It's fine. I fine. mean, uh, <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. I all I want is when she's tearing shit up in space, like for the for the last like two minutes of closer to play uninter- uninterrupted. Ooh, uncensored, uninterrupted. I, I don't. The know last two minutes is instrumental. Okay. Okay. Last... Okay. Okay. Or, or if if they are going to include the chorus, just like have like explosions happen whenever. Ah, uh, that's smart. It needs to. That's smart. I can see it. I'm in. I'm here for it. Yeah. All right, another first for Marvel. And, oh man, okay, we promise this is not just an only Marvel podcast episode. Uh, it is heavy. It is heavy on the Marvel. Slay in that way, my, but my just, guy. But just, just look, guys. W- look, when we catch the sequel to Waterboy, <laughs> it's coming out in a few weeks. We're going we're gonna to lean real heavy into DC. So it's coming back around. Don't, don't, yeah. get, don't get your, uh, your Captain America underoos in a bunch. It's going to be fine. Another first for Marvel, though, and this sort of came out of left field. I'm here for it. Shang-Chi movie coming fast tracked. They're really pushing this. Apparently, they're gonna they're gonna try to make this a part of their next phase. Wow. I mean, wow. Like Marvel. I guess I wonder. I wonder. And this is again. Let's just let's peek behind the curtain of mm-hmm. what was maybe going on in Marvel Studios. I think. Let me. I, I think this is maybe what happened here. Uh, the box office numbers came in from Black Panther. They're mm-hmm. excited. They're riding that minority high. And then, and then, Crazy Rich Asians came out, mm-hmm. and that movie was number one for like a month straight. And then Kevin Feige was like, I've, "I do like money. I like money. Mmm. Where are all the people? Mmm. China has how many? Mmm. Yes. What is the conversion rate? Mmm. <laughs> yeah. What what voice are we collectively doing? I don't, I, I don't know. I like <laughs> this it though. Is how Feige sounds? It's not. It's not at all how he sounds. He's he's a real chill guy." Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu, 
in the Marvel comic is of Chinese descent. So, um, we actually did post out there, like, who do y'all think? Who do y'all think is going to be Shang-Chi? Tommy Diebold, by, by the way, Tommy, who I know is a fan of this character, throughout what I think, honestly, is maybe the best choice, uh, Tony Ja. Oh, yeah. From The Protector and what are on Bach right on Bach so good uh one of the the best action pieces in any film in the history of cinema is in that film the uh the the foray the foray staircase fight sequence it is delicious Aww. not when he's frolicking with the little elephant the elephant I mean I'm not hating on Dumbo you know <laughs> whatever he wants to do. But just make sure you catch that action sequence. I do you have anybody else in mind? I mean, that's a perfect casting, I think. Um, if we're, uh, it, it depends how how woke we are. are is this twenty eighteen? Um, Tony Jaa is Thai. I'm, I'm I'm not down with the not casting Tony Jaa. I'm, I'm with it, but um, are you worried? Are, are you worried that we're going sort of like a ancient one Doctor Strange scenario here, where we need to? rectify that and 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 go somebody like on on brand is what you're saying <laughs> yeah i guess that's what i'm trying to say uh, I, i'm what i'm trying to say is what i said kind of like when we talked about uh go, the ghost in the shell live at live adaptation uh how much do they care about representation americans how much how much are you willing to invest in researching your actors how much do you care is it okay just to look asian is that cool for you guys uh because donnie yen exists uh Stephen uh, Stephen, Stephen Chow Yoon. exists. Stephen Yoon. Stephen Chow. Stephen Yoon. Yeah. So uh, Jet Li, of course. These are all Asian actors. These are all Chinese actors. Uh, if you want a, a Chinese actor to play a Chinese character, but again, um, I, baby steps. <laughs> I know that uh, it might blow America's minds too quickly to to wake up fully, but um. Well, you know, yeah. I, I think Crazy Rich Asians did show that. You know, Americans, I don't know what that demographic breakdown was, but it, it was number one for like a month. So you put the Marvel muscle behind it. Right. And, and they really, you know, they really, maybe they even go with somebody like an unknown person, right? Like an, uh, like somebody that isn't established yet. Perfectly fine. Yeah. 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 I think that's what matters most. It's the Marvel brand behind it. Um, I think that's like, uh, it, it's, it's kind of weird, but it, they seemed a little tentative uh, when Black Panther released. But after it broke like crazy, they were like, yeah, yeah, we're on this. That, that was us. That's what uh, we wanted uh, to do that. We did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we totally meant for this to happen. Extend the run by two months. But yeah, that's us. That's us all the way. Um, so I, I really want to believe they're kind of like riding that high, like you said. So, yeah, I think any step in the right direction is a good one. Yeah, I think it's cool that 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 it's on their radar and apparently they're trying to fast track the film. So... That's cool as long as as long as they don't like skip steps, right? Like as long as it's yeah. it's a quality script, you get good actors, you get a good director, producers and so on. To, you know, they, I it doesn't seem like they ever half ass anything, so I don't think that's a concern Mate, here. There's a lot of ass. I, I, I would like to see Scarlett Johansson in the role though. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, not a not a <laughs> damn it, what's her name? I can't remember. Oh, it's it's 
Emma Stone? Not Emma Stone? Is a... Oh, Emma Stone would kill it. She would be amazing. She would be half amazing. She played half Chinese, I think. Half, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Anna Alo- Kendrick. Aloha. Let's, let's, let's throw some ex-Squirrel Girl contender in there. Oh, man, you know, I... I really... I feel like that's a real missed opportunity. Eddie Kendrick is so weird. I just feel like... <laughs> that was the best! Like, <laughs> it should have been an insult, but it's really charming. Well done, sir. I don't yeah. think I could have pulled that off. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no, but like, it's legit. I like... I, I, I'm I, here for it. That is not meant as an insult. It is a compliment. Uh, she's so weird, and it's endearing, and, and I think she just could have done that character extreme justice. Um the most extreme of justice uh so apparently apparently the punisher can't take down daredevil uh even wilson fisk himself the kingpin could not take down daredevil oh no yeah not even not even a complicated karen page love interest could take down uh one matt murdoch but somebody that could take down Matt Murdock and Daredevil is the executives at Netflix, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, bells. The deepest, saddest bells for Daredevil. God, you're so young. By Down the grace of time. God, may peace be with you. He's Matt a good Mur- Catholic boy. Matthew Murdock. Um, Bullseye couldn't take him down. So, it... <laughs> I I don't I'm at a loss for words here. Here's yeah. the here's the issue. So originally they were joking like, oh, you know, Iron Fist is canceled. Uh, you know, uh, whatever. And they're like, oh, he's just gonna join. He's just gonna join Luke Cage, and they're gonna do here yeah. some higher. And then nope, right. nope, Luke Cage is gone. Oh, huh? wait, what? And then and now. Daredevil. I guess uh, Jessica Jones is really popular. They're gonna go over there. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Uh, all, da- all, da- all Daredevil. That's fine. This is the best show, right? So yeah. No. Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. But 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 Disney's gonna launch this streaming service. There must gonna, be what it is. We're gonna talk about it later, actually. And and. And so, yeah, they're just going to move all these shows over there. That's cool. That's smart. Circling the wagons. Yeah, just load up that channel with the content. You need the content. You need that digital content. They won. In 2019, you're going to need it. Wait, they're not porting all those shows over to the Disney Plus? Ha! <sighs> what? I don't... I don't understand. Um, continuing the House trend... Way. Um, continuing the trend of 2018 in which I fail to grasp or understand virtually anything that is happening <laughs> at any moment. I don't know, man. I think this is the worst of moves. It's a tough look. The toughest of looks. Yeah, I really hope they're not trying to like double down and go back to the... No, they can't, right? They, they, they're like, listen, we're, listen, we've been talking with Ben. Uh, he's real excited. To suit up again, he wants to crack a Daredevil again. Oh, Daredevil man. 2. He's leaving bats. He wants to come back to the horns. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Ben Affleck apparently can write his check to do whatever the hell he wants. Nobody stops him from drinking. 
Um, Whoa! Whoa! Oh, no! He's got the money to prosecute, man. What the hell are you doing? Oh, I know. I'm so sorry. I don't mean it, Ben. Please get well. Seriously, though, get well. Uh, you're a great director. Um, I love Charlie Cox as Matthew Murdoch. He's so good. He's 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 a perfect representation of Matthew Murdoch. He's so so good as that character. I I don't know. I I heard a rumor that that they're going to they are going to do some characters on the Disney Plus platform. But if they do a Daredevil or a Jessica Jones or any of the other previously used Netflix characters, that they're going to just redo them from scratch. Oh wow! And. That's rough, man. That is plus, uh, like you've got what's his face, Vincent D'Onofrio, as yeah. so. Here's the thing, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know how this works legally with the agreement that Sony has with Marvel and what they can use or do. But here's what I would do if I were Sony. Hmm. Look, if they if they're really done with this whole Netflix thing, and I'm Sony, uh, yeah, man, I'm just gonna uh, grab Vincent D'Onofrio, and I'm gonna put Kingpin in my Spider-Man movie. Oh, holy shit! He's traditionally yeah. very much a Spider-Man villain. He was yeah, first yeah, yeah. introduced in Amazing Spider-Man number fifty. So, there you go. I'm pretty sure legally they can use Kingpin. Now, Daredevil is a bit trickier, but if you could get Dare Charlie Cox's Daredevil into a Spider-Man film and have him interact with, with our good friend Tom, <laughs> then I think that's great. If you could put Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin in the Spider-Man Sony universe, I think you've got a huge win there. Imagine even further down the road having mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock as a journalist trying to take down the squeaky clean Wilson Fisk you know however they yeah. however they could write that narratively you know I don't know they could do something <laughs> but I just I want to see more of it D'Onofrio man he's he talks real slow with a lot of breathing issues and it's great that's <laughs> what I want from an actor <laughs> what do you how do you I'm, what are your thoughts what do you want to see we'll happen see. You need that breathing. I mean, he needs a sleep apnea kind of thing, like a, a mask. Uh, that's Wilson Fist, though, man. He's like a – he was, you know, the I love it suits. Like, that's 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 him, man. They sold the stuff from him. Yeah. He, his lungs are working extra hard. I'm just saying. He's a large individual. Jahadi White. Yeah. He's <laughs> in the same vicinity. Uh, James Gandolfini would have been an amazing kingpin. Oh, but. yeah. R.I.P. Though he's dead, so yeah. Did you figure out time travel yet? I mean, can you bring back Stan Lee first? <laughs> time travel has been invented and it's already happened. That's the depressing thing. That is, and they determined that it wasn't worth it. Like that, yeah. They can't come fix all this stuff. <laughs> Just gonna let Trump rock. That's cool. I mean, do you need to create time travel if we're in all in a simulation? This podcast is taking a very weird turn. Let's continue on before. Uh, no, no, no! I, I like the existentialism, man. Let's. Uh, no, no, okay. I mean, Daredevil, though. Where do, where are do you we want here to... just to suffer? <laughs> well, they're canceling Daredevil on us, so yeah, I would yeah. argue that yes, that is the case. <laughs> 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 but 
What was the question? Yes, Deborah Ann Wall. That's the reason. That the travesty. She should have any platform she wants. Mm, she's great. Um, uh, she plays D and D now, so I see her see her in some live streams. Uh, Does she really? Yeah. That is adorbs. <laughs> that is fantastic. Send me that link after the pod. Uh, what do you want to see happen with Daredevil? Would you like to see them kind of poured over into the Spidey Sony universe, or I mean, it looks like it's just dead in the water. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know what else to do. There's a lot of potential to like um, cross pollinate, I guess, into the Sony stream. Um, a lot of weird words I'm saying, uh, <laughs> but yeah, if he's involved in like an arc that kind of stretches over a couple of Spider-Man movies that they're doing. That'd be great. I mean, because like um, I didn't make it all the way through Defenders. I have to admit, but I have to. <laughs> oh, I have to assume that the the Black Fist, the Black Hand, stuff? Black Hand, Black Hand, the the Foot Clan, the Hand. I have to assume it's that the Shredder hand. and the Foot Clan right. um, ha- are still present. Bebop and yeah, Bebop and Rock City are totally out and about. They're at lunch. Yeah. So I mean, uh, can't stop the beat. Uh, um, I ran out of references here that aren't what you talked about. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, well, we'll just leave that, uh, let it lay where it is for now. Just, um, golly, I really hope this isn't the end of all of that. I really right. hope this isn't the end of Charlie Cox as as something. Or maybe, I don't know. I just don't know. It's, it's pretty upsetting. Something that's not upsetting. Something that is so not upsetting that it is moved back around segments. to being uber cool. Okay. And even though that phrase is not cool in and of itself... I already said it, so we're just going to move on. It's cool. A local to San Antonio, but also some members are from surrounding area. Well, you know, uh, but it's considered a, a San Antonio band. MES, uh, Mariachi Entertainment System, did something really, really cool. We just wanted to very quickly draw attention to it. Uh, listeners, if you have not checked it out, we did put it on our Facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. They do have their own YouTube channel. Uh, for It's at MES. They did a an in-store comic book music video tribute homage to the both the Avengers theme and Stanley uh, when Stanley passed away. And it is beautiful and elegant and you will cry. So make sure you load up on those... Um, Facial tissues. Uh, I was really concerned about what what you're gonna load up on. <laughs> I didn't say Kleenex though. See, that was the thing I was going for. Is just what not... is this? The BBC? Are we not allowed to name brands? Can they not do that? Yeah, it's kind of funny seeing them work around it. Oh man, I wish like somebody like, would like try the... talking about a band aid on the BBC. Uh, I I need a you know a adhesive strip. A uh, wound strip. <laughs> I was going to say, like, name your kid Nike and then, like, see what they do. Like, <laughs> how are they going to reference that child? <laughs> and with us tonight, we have trainers. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I was going to... Nope. Okay. I had a real, real unfortunate joke in my head, but we're going to move past it. Oh, um, and you're going to keep the gold from us, dude? Oh, no. What? No, no, no. That no, was no, no. the time. The podcast will go down in place. True believers. It's not going to happen. I have... It's not. Oh. It's not going to happen. Write the letter to the editor, believers. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear what Freddie had on his mind, if he <laughs> yeah, maybe in a PM, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's it's really cool though. The uh, MES uh, they they do they do covers too. I saw the cranberries linger. On there. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff. They do they do like video game music. They do like songs from Greece. 
they, they're so talented. They're just incredibly uber talented. I yeah. was fortunate enough to see them some months ago play with a live symphony, and it was balls amazing. Was that Pax? Uh, no, 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 no. This was like okay. its own separate performance. Although they have played Pax, and they're featured in um, a video game, Wakamele Two. They do the soundtrack <laughs> for that. Uh, that's on Xbox One and PS4. And I want to—I want to say that they have other projects. Anyway, David Ortiz is sort of the brainchild behind the the Big group. Bobby. And uh, yes, just like the uh, baseball player, I guess is what he is. Uh, we're gonna actually try to get him on the show in a future episode. He can talk at much greater length with which with much greater detail about all of this. But they are really fantastic. Please check out the the music video. It is it is really really touching. It's one of the best things I've seen regarding um, the whole Stanley you know passing away. And, and the thing Where is, can they find that link? It's uh it's over it's on YouTube. Uh, but you could you, we've got it up on our page at facebook.com forward slash new before pod. What a mediocre website. Because we are the ones that are providing the content for that specific link. That is why it's I mean, mediocre. Also, the Russian bots. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to floss here. There's there's no tiptoeing around this. I mean, homeboy, if you ain't going to toot your own horn, who's going to hear you? Little boy blue, can they hear you? <laughs> We got to is that, see. Is that how it goes? I don't, I don't know. I was hoping we would just walk past it. <laughs> Spider Man Enter the Spider Verse. We got to see it. We saw a super sneak peek. Um, we are going to do a spoiler free just tease. Okay, it's a tease. We're not going to touch on anything significant. But Ooh. if you are concerned about having anything spoiled for you. Just fast forward, I'd say about five, six minutes, uh, and and you'll miss this segment. Eh, maybe not even that, but like three three to five minutes. Uh, it is, in my opinion, uh-huh. the greatest adaptation of Spider-Man as a character onto film. It's an animated oh. film, but it is the best representation, agree or disagree. Oh, man, I have to agree. Uh, it it's just so good. Like as much as I like Tom Holland, our good friend Tom, good, our great I, friend Tom. By the way, no shots fired <laughs> at Tom. Personally, know him. We personally know him. Um, the Wibs. He's got the Wibs. He has um, them. Yeah, he does a great job. I That's I great. like that. But Miles and. Peter are able to get down to in this movie. It's so good. Yeah, it's the so it's this is a, a Lloyd and Miller uh, film, and uh, so if, if those names sound a bit familiar to you, it's because they did the Lego movie, but they were also when the the solo film sort of controversy where they were the original mm-hmm. directors for that film and they were cast aside, cast away, and um, for Tom Hanks. For Tom Hanks, it was no, it was oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But the funny thing is, in my head, I think Tom Hanks and Ron Howard are friends. So, like, it <laughs> that comment really messed with me, just so you know. Um, and I don't know if Lloyd and Miller are just really good at doing animation stuff because they freaking killed it with the Lego movie. I really love that movie. But boy, they just they get the tone down so well. But not just that. And Chris, I'll let you speak to this because I know it's something that that's 
something that you really admire when you see it. They got the like nuance of what it feels like to be like a 13, 14, 15 year old teenage boy down Mm. like that weird like the thing that you like so much in Spider-Man Homecoming, right? Like the the little hand wave when when um, you guys are losers, right? When when Michelle like is like you guys are losers. They're like, like that whole really natural (laughs) bit. Like it's like that segment but stretch over an entire film. Yeah. Everything it, it, about Miles just feels so authentic. Yeah. Uh, there's authenticity everywhere on the, in the soundtrack, in the mm-hmm. animation styles, mm-hmm. um, which is like a technological feat to me. Like just the combination of like having the Spider-Ham and like Spider-Noir, Spider-Man Noir, whatever, and mm-hmm. the Riri Parker over there. Like all those styles are so individual. And they all work so well for the characters. Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy how they, how they really push put this thing together. It's got a wonderful cast, by the way. I don't. I recommend not IMDbing this thing. Like, don't if you don't know right. which actors are who, just go and watch it, and then like look at the credits or look at IMDb after. You're gonna be surprised by some of the names for sure. But they've got some heavy hitters. There are some legit heavy hitters in this film, voice acting wise, or just acting wise. Um, whew, it's it's got a great balance of comedy, the 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 slice of life, the Peter Parker, the Miles Morales part of it, where the, the like their lives kind of thing. Right, that is all great. There's a lot of good action sequences. There's like uh, metatextual stuff going on. They're, they're almost aware that it's a comic book movie, right? Right. In terms of how they they display the narrative for the different um, versions, the different Spider People and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And it does get it gets weird and goofy in certain in certain spots, but even with that, it's sort of explained based on the circumstances that they're in. Um, Whereas normally it might be out of place, or you might be like, "Okay, this is going a little too far." It makes sense within the context of the story, and yeah, and, yeah. and I think Lloyd and Miller, knowing that, really played with it. You know what I mean? It reminds me yeah. sort of like, and this has nothing to do with comic books at all, but it's it's a favorite. Sh- it's really one of my favorite shows is The Good Place, and the thing about that show is they they really play in that space of the of the universe that that show is in which is like an afterlife scenario show yeah so they they really push as to what they can do they this movie does that as well and and it does it really 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 well um where a lot of movies kind of like um fall apart or they come become narratively easy is that uh they don't follow their own rules that they set up for themselves that didn't happen in this one at all like it sets up like um for the audience, it kind of builds expectations. Like, this is how this world works. Uh, here is here are the rules. You learn them within the first five minutes, and it it, it sticks to those so well mm-hmm. that it, it never feels out of place. I think, and ultimately, and which what really shows me, and probably is maybe the thing that that makes this film so significant to the spider Spider Man mythos of uh, within any medium, and it's, it really speaks to what you just said, is that. At its core, this film really sticks to what it means to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 
regardless of what that looks like. Spider woman, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to look like a Caucasian male. But but what it is to be that character that is yeah. the central part of this film. Yeah, and it, uh, that was uh, so good to hear that. Like didactically told it told to the audience. That was it's, great. It's 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 done in such a wonderful way, and I think does it in a better way than any other Spider-Man film has done to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it. That's all we've got to say about it. I mean, clearly we both loved it. Uh, I'm going to see it so many more times. Like, good God, I don't have a movie pass thing anymore because that company sucks. Um, but you killed it. I mean, if it dies, it dies. Like, if it can't <laughs> handle my movie going <laughs> criteria, that should, should be a new tag: the Ivan Drago of movie going. Oh, nice. Yeah. Although, I mean, Creed too. He's a little. It's a little rough. Anyway, um, which I didn't use the movie pass to see, by the way. So uh, so sad. Um, I'm going to see this movie so many times. I, I think, Chris, you might even see it maybe one more time in the theater. At uh, least. At least. It's it's so good. Oh, by the way, everybody, we we, we can tell you this. Um, we're not going to spoil what it is, but definitely stay till the very, very end of the credits. So good. Such a good stinger. Uh, post credit sequence. It is it is delicious in so many different ways. Yeah, so s- stay tuned for that. Once the movie does officially release, we will do a review of the of the movie like we normally do with any comic book movie. We just didn't want to do it now because clearly, you know, most people haven't had a chance to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. Chris wanted to. We wanted to, but our better judgment said no, no, no. Let's. Let's let the people see it. Because um, we're so usually so bad about spoilers. Spider-Man. Yep. You sure told them, Willem DeFriend. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. It's that time. We've hit about the halfway mark anyway. Actually, a little bit more than that. But it's time to take a break. Time to put our feet up. Time to drink a hot cup of cocoa or coffee. It's Christmas time, folks. We're, of course, going to hit Casting Corner. I, I have a martini here. Um, I actually have two martinis. Is this both for you? Uh, okay. There you are. You are in the casting corner. <laughs> Not to be confused with the casting catch. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Please! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> You got me so unawares. Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, we can. I mean, no, that's, no, no, that, no, okay, no. All right, no. all right, all right. We, yeah, all we, right. Are you a fan? I mean, those of know awesome no. John Hughes '80s films. Yeah, yeah, I am. Are you a fan of Superman villains that are known for being Superman villains? Hmm, that's circular, but yes. <laughs> Are you a fan of female-led, moderately budgeted television shows with some action sequences, but not as many as you would hope? I mean, I feel personally attacked that you just described Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, We, of course, are talking about Supergirl, if you didn't catch those clues. John Cryer, Ducky! Duckster the Ducky! Ducky uh, is going to be Lex Luthor. 
on Super Bowl. <laughs> and Saudi's coming Saudi. real strong with those applause things. I mean, I'm here for the energy. Nah, maybe not so much for the execution, Saudi, but I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, John Cryer as Lex Luthor. I'm already going to say this. I'm going to I'm going to put my name on it. I'm put my foot uh-huh. down. Lock it say in. With chest. Say Lock with your chest. It in. This without a doubt is going to be a significantly nay, infinitely better portrayal of Lex Luthor by John Cryer vis-a-vis the um Jesse Eisenberg bullshit version that we get in uh, Justice League and Batman vs Superman. I think this is going to be a much better version of Lex Luthor, John Cryer, Lex Luthor on Super Future lasers. Where, where those shots fired, Saudi? I, I mean, are I mean, they? That's that's just facts. Can you shoot a dead horse? Is a question. I guess you can. You can beat a dead horse. Can you shoot? Uh, Chris, how do you feel about this news? This is great. Um, like the picture that we uh, have on the website is kind of like him smiling. He's got, you know, he's kind of shaved head. I mean, uh, time, time is a vandal and it robs us of many things. Uh, one thing <laughs> it's been taken from John Cryer's is hair. Oh, so. that sweet ducky do, man. Oh, those, <laughs> that pompadour. It's time. It's just time. I'm lean into it. Father uh, time is undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is a good choice. Uh, good choice. Fucking hell. That's a good choice. A good casting. That's a good, <laughs> a good choice. choice. Much choice. <laughs> the, the best choice that anybody's made. Much casting. Much casting. Much casting. Much casting. So, of this looks so choicing. Um, <laughs> I'm an English major. <laughs> I Honestly, I think I like, I don't know what you want to do. I think mm. I need to give Supergirl another run. I Ig and I... I think even you maybe at some point we have sort of disregarded the show I I hear that certain arcs within the show are really good and they do really interesting things um, I know they recently brought Superman onto the show mm-hmm. like, as a character which they weren't originally going to do and that they may bring Bruce Wayne and Batman and stuff Holy shit. so like I you know maybe need to give this another look maybe maybe yeah. maybe yeah, the DCEU kind of like, or I guess, is, is this part DCEU? I'm not actually sure. No, but, it's um, like a different thing, I think. The CWU. They call it the uh, Arrowverse, <laughs> I think, but yeah. That's right, the Arrowverse, that's what I was looking for. Um, they've been kind of consistent. They've been, you know, doing well where Marvel has not been on the TV side, uh, as much as I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah, I... I, I this cast is, has me really intrigued. I kind of need to catch up. I'm going to have some time coming up, so I might have to do a little bit of a deep dive on uh, catching up here. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I'm with it. I, I mean, he was the only reason I really turned into two and a half men for the you know couple episodes I did. Um, I like Ducky. I like John Cryer. He's a good, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's solid. He's solid. So... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll 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 probably catch at least maybe the premiere episode wherever that character pops up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll and give our feedback. I think we could probably at least do that. Uh, moving on, Pedro Pascal. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with that name, you might be familiar with a show called Game of Thrones. Oh. You might be um, familiar with the Mister Oberyn Martell. Yes, is that Oberyn Martell's music that we hear? 
Oh man, uh, what a great character in Game of Thrones. The obviously the television show as opposed to the book. Yeah, spoilers, uh, but R.I.P. Though. R.I.P. Oh, the hardest of R.I.P.s. Jeez, I mean, just. Uh. I, I, you know, I was gonna look for a sound, but I don't even like want to think onomatopoeically what that sound would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you have mm-hmm. like, do you have like a bunch? Mm-hmm. Of, oh, no, you know, let's just not. Let's just not. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude's awesome though, and so awesome that he nabbed the lead in the new Mandalorian series that is going to be going to the Disney Plus uh, streaming platform. So we did bring that up earlier. Uh, they're gonna fill this thing track full of content, delicious digital content, <laughs> and uh, this Mandalorian series, which apparently I think we've spoke spoken to or spoken about before, is that it's taking place of the uh, the Boba Fett movie that's not happening but they are going to do this mandalorian series with with um happy hogan john favreau uh, uh producing the show directing i think at least the 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 uh pilot episode mm-hmm. very cool very very cool i mean this yeah. guy like he's awesome he's just really awesome i i could literally hear him read the back of a shampoo bottle you know he just make it really dynamic and interesting for me so i'm i'm all in we on have this the best caffeine. shampoo bottles in dorn you must come see them so rich with vitamin e um <laughs> how do you feel about this casting choice chris hell yeah i mean we need to wash our amount are we gonna rinse our mouths out i guess from the kingsman 2 Go in the circle because he's using that one. Yeah, um, you know, uh, he and you know, wasn't his fault. That script no, was not definitely good, not not a good script. But he did okay. He did he did the best he could. Yeah, he did the yeah, best. He could. he's uh coming coming up in some Netflix property with like um oh yeah, Affleck and uh, Oscar Isaac and yeah, uh, Charlie Huffman and who else is in that? That looks really good. Yeah. I don't even know yep. what it's called, but it looks amazing. Uh, shit, what is it called? Uh, Attack on Titan. That's not it at all. It's like Narcos on Titan. Yeah. <laughs> the the moon of Saturn. It's a, it's high sci-fi. <laughs> they, they're drug running on the moon of Saturn. <laughs> now, it's like um, I saw it during the football game tonight. Um, like It's like a military unit, like a... Uh, Going mercenary, going rogue, and like, uh, like, let's fuck these drug dealers up. Let's get their money. Right, they're trying so, to rob, rob some peeps, yeah. get some money. Run yeah. them jewels. That should, that should just be the name of the show. I don't know what it is, but it should have been <laughs> that. They missed out. <laughs> really excited. Also, he's got an alliterative name, so of course he's awesome. Um, my name's Alfred Arvisi, by the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. See, there we go. There we go. Keeping it real. Uh, are you familiar with the Mr. Diego Luna, sir? Yeah, shit, yeah. He was um, uh, Cassian in Rogue yep, One? Yep, yep. Yep. Well, and I think he's going to uh, continue to be Cassian, actually, because, oh, again, again, Disney Plus streaming service, delicious digital content. Rogue One. Subscribe now. <laughs> Give us all your money. Like, are they going to start taking? Are they going to start harvesting body parts? Is what I'm wondering. Like oh, organs wow. and stuff. Like one kidney equals like you get to see all the Marvel films. You get to go to Disneyland. Oh. You get to you know, oh. Disney streaming service. 
Jesus, dude, what kind of Black Mirror universe are you writing? Uh, the one that we're heading toward? No. Clearly. Uh, can can I watch it? Can I can I stream it for free if I get a tattoo on my body? Because that's what I'll do. Uh, also, if you give your pinky, pinky finger, Jeez, and I, tattoo. Am I Yakuza then? I think I'm Yakuza. All right. Holy shit. Yeah. This worked out better than I thought. Uh, Jake Aluda is going to be in a Rogue One live action prequel series for the Disney Plus streaming service. Because, uh, again, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Rogue One, it's been years. Come on, you've had time. Uh, he dies <laughs> at the end of it, along with everyone else. They all fucking die. They're dead. Spoiler alert, but that's on you. That's on you at this point. That sounds like a you problem, listeners. That definitely sounds like a you problem. Yeah, uh, so this is a prequel. That's awesome. Diego Luna, also of uh, Itamama Tambien, right? Like, he's in, the, he's, he's in that. I think he's in that. That's, uh, yes. Okay. I'm definitely not just IMDBing that right now. Okay, I'm, I'm like 98% sure that's him that's in it. That movie, by the way, also really good, will will absolutely, oh, yeah, that's him. That's will him. absolutely fuck you up. <laughs> that movie's doing a lot. It's doing a lot of work. <laughs> it's good, but it's doing a lot. So, so if you got a couple hours on a, it's like a, I mean, like you know how you feel after like a like a like a David Lynch film or a what was the guy that Requiem for a Dream? Uh, oh yeah, just like Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, like ready for the world. Just like everything. Yeah, like you just uh, ripped the curl, man, when you're hanging ten. <laughs> It's, it's the opposite of how you feel after seeing Spider-Man yeah. enter the Spider-Verse. It's, uh, oh. it's doing a lot. Oh, okay, so yeah. Wait, anyway, Diego Luna, he's great. Um, see more casting. Who knows what other characters we might see uh, show up in that time frame. Because then again, again, that's set sort of in the original trilogy time frame. And if you go a little bit yeah. earlier than that, you know. Maybe do we see a young Han Solo in there somewhere? How many rookies do you have? Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to... Um, seven. Set, S- seven Wookiees? Set the, set the right answer. Shit, man. I mean, that's, that's a lot of Wookiee. All right. I was planning on three at the most. Oh, uh, wow. Just gotta they're going to destroy these toilets. It's going to smell very bad. All I'm saying is, you know, holidays coming up. I don't want to... Do how many hams do I need? Wet fur is going to be an issue. Ah. Uh, Happy uh, holidays. All right. um, I mean, we got to get these Ewoks somehow. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, the really, when it, when you think about it, what's worse? Dealing with seven wet, fully <laughs> drenched Wookiees or battling cancer for the first 10 years of your life? Wow. Wow. Oh, come on, Ben. <laughs> I, um... Am I good at chess? This is gonna swing. This is gonna swing my answer. Am I good at chess? <laughs> I, I don't know. Am well, I good at space chess? Sure. Oh, oh shit! I guess cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta let the Wookiee win. You can't let yeah. cancer win. We're out of the casting corner, by the way, for those of y'all who have not realized that yet. <laughs> yeah, we made a hard left a minute ago. They were, like, staring Christ. at us. They are like, guys, we closed 30 minutes ago. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. You, you done ate up all the pie. We can't legally tell you to leave, but you need to leave. 
We have homes to go to. We've taken a hard left. We're out of there. I'm talking about Miles Scott. Miles Scott, for those who don't know, that name doesn't ring a bell. Better known to the world at large as Bat Kid. They had a Bat Kid movie that came out a few years ago. Yes. Thank you, Sandy. I was looking for it. I mean, uh, he was looking for it. Sandy doing good. Doing good, Sounds. Um, very touching film. Very, very touching film. It was about that kid. He got the, uh, his make-a-wish wish was to save the city with Batman. And, and he did, and they made it happen. It was really, really nice. Um, that was, I believe, in 2013. And we just got word recently that he's been declared, Miles, that is, Miles Scott, been declared cancer-free. Yeah, Chinese scientist. Wait, what? What? He's gonna I mean, mix up another, those gene codes. Another one of those hard lefts, and we're gonna be back to where we started in Cassie Corner. Well, anyway, we just wanted to uh, <laughs> give a shout uh, to to Miles, and that's really great news. If you yeah. haven't seen the documentary, watch it. It's it's really it's really good. It's very touching. It'll make you feel like uh, maybe our planet isn't just full of garbage uh, dumpster fires of people everywhere <laughs> ruining everything at all times. If that I mean, were that, the case... That, that's, a, that's a pretty hard sell. If that were the case, I've got one person in mind to deal with it. Yeah? That is the child from Brightburn. Oh, shit! Okay. No, that's fucking soundy. That's not what I want. <laughs> Sounds fighting back. He's fighting. He doesn't. He's like Hal. He's like he's like Hal. He's like I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do. It. I'm sorry, Chris. I can't play that sound for you right now. He wouldn't apologize. He doesn't have the decency. He would not apologize. He would just give you a dirty look for sure. <laughs> he's so rebel, rebellious. Um. Okay, so Brightburn just came on the scene. A lot of people are not aware of this yet. It's a James Gunn-produced superhero horror film. The trailer is up on our page over on (laughs) Facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. It is over there. (laughs) I I checked. It is. Weird accents aside. It is there. It is crazy. This trailer is cuckoo bananas. Um, I don't even. It's cause everyone's just calling it like online, like on the internet. They're just saying that like it's like, what if Superman were evil, and also a child? Like, what if he were still a child and then evil? <laughs> that is essentially what the 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 movie seems to be about. Yeah. Um, it lacks a little bit of poetry. I mean, I would have said, like, this is like finding the Gnostic texts of the Bible. This is like the childhood. <laughs> the <laughs> sacred texts! The ones that Luke Skywalker were trying to find? Those texts? The sacred texts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, because a little kid with fucking powers like that? Yeah, man, unchecked. An unchecked. Like, there appears to be no other superpowered people in this film. So, um, like, Earth, the United States, is going to take a big L. Big L on this one for sure. Um, here's the thing. 
this actually reminds me of a really, really great limited comic series by the name of Irredeemable by Mark Wade. Uh, it basically mm-hmm. posits what if Superman like kind of lost his shit, quit being a superhero, and was like, "I hate this place. I'm gonna burn it down." Fuck yes! And finally, that is the whole story of the comic, and it is amazing. They do like a Justice League <laughs> um, anagram. They do like. A bunch of stuff. There's a Lex Luthor like counterpart, a Lois Lane. It is really, really good. I've read it all the way through twice. It's it's like sixty issues or so, so it's not like a huge commitment. Highly recommend it. Here's the thing: this movie does parallel that quite a bit. I'm just wondering, like, hey James, um, look man, I know you're dealing with a lot of stuff that with Uh-oh. those Disney and the tweets and all that. That's you know, I get it, man life's hard um but why you gotta steal someone else's shit man oh no i love you james gunn i love you but you can't go around stealing mark wade stuff uh i i don't know i don't know if mark wade is maybe an executive producer on this or had some hand in the writing it's very close to what the mark wade story is so i'm just (laughs) i like the idea it was a great comic and i'm sure this is going to be a really cool film it looks really freaking terrifying yeah Um, yeah the trailer's cut really well i mean it's definitely in the horror vein for sure and uh you know, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering if Mark Wade had a hand in this or not, and if he didn't, uh, Mark, you might want to lawyer up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you What do you think about this trailer, Chris? It's 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 great. I mean, I got kind of like um, you know, put it on a back heel at first because he, the kid's like drawing symbols in his notebook and shit, mm-hmm. and it looks like uh like one of the arcane symbols from Berserk, like the. <laughs> <laughs> the anime that might have been the inspiration for the Dead uh, Dead Souls or what? What's that series of games now? The yeah, Dead Souls. Yeah, Dead Souls. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah. That's uh, we were talking about like, like um, things feeling like appropriate and real for a little kid drawing shit like that just to be kind of edgy is what every kid does when they're like you know the fifth to seventh grade area. But um, yeah, it, it's kind of it's taken to a scary scary extent in this one we've got um we've got roy from the office is in it oh shit that's who it was we've got effie we've got a little bit of f a little bit of 40 year old virgin what's her real name i can't think of oh she's betty brant she's fucking she's betty brant from it's not, is it elizabeth Friday. banks elizabeth banks yeah yeah elizabeth banks she's great she's fantastic um yeah, man, this looks great. I have a, I have a sneaky suspicion, this could become a hit the way A Quiet Place was a hit. Uh-uh. Uh, it's got that kind of feel to it, that kind of potential. Bunch of scared parents. Bunch of scared, as they should be. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Um, so you talked about Berserk earlier, which is an anime. For those yeah. th- those listeners that are not in that wheelhouse, well, if you're not in that wheelhouse, you're gonna have a bumpy time because right now we're about to hit some anime stuff hard. Chris, I'm just gonna step back here and let you take the lead, sir. Let us know. Oh, so sweaty, Chris. <laughs> how's it going? Let the listeners know what's going on on Netflix. 
Yeah, please step into the big wheelhouse of uh, anime here <laughs> and comic book characters. Yeah, Netflix has been acquiring these some properties uh, recently. So there's been Neon Genesis Evangelion, like uh, one another, a mid-90s anime that changed the way <laughs> anime is produced uh, and like uh, kind of like um, digested, really. Um, it's gonna it's a classic. It's going to be on Netflix. Um, where I'm assuming both sub and dub, so you can uh, watch with subtitles or not if you like. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna start, I think this spring, I think April, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You want to feel uh, things? Cause you're going to feel things. God. Yeah. Just the first episode alone. Uh, talk about a pilot. Yeah. It's, it's gonna, it, it goes, it just goes. You, you think it's going to be a Mecca show, uh, big robots fighting big things, but it, it becomes so, so existential later on. Um, it's classic. If you haven't checked it out, please check out at least the first couple of episodes. It'll hook you. Uh, now, Chris, they, they, real quick. Yeah. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt. But no they did recently release like these Blu-rays and DVDs um, that are like, are they like truncated versions of the story? Or oh yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. Not to get too in the weeds here, but the company kind of split. Like Gainax, the company that made it originally in the '90s, um, that one of the like the director of the series split off on them. And he owns the rights to the story a little bit, and so does Gainax a little bit. Uh, it's really weird, but uh, he's like making the rebuilds. Um, these are just like movie releases. Um, it's retelling the story completely in like about three or four movies. I forget how many. Um, yeah, it's not finished yet. So the, the the original TV series is 26 episodes. It is finished. The ending is kind of controversial among some fans, but. Um, yeah, he's basically redoing it because uh, it was his magnus op- magnus opus when he did it to begin with. So he likes to. Uh, uh, Evangelion is weird because it's had so many iterations. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's like the the TV version. There's a manga version. There's like the original theatrical ending, and then there's this new stuff that's coming out. Uh, he's basically making his own prequels, but it's not prequels. It's just the same stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you you could check it out, but I think it's only available on Blu-rays. So, but this thing that they're going to release on Netflix, it's the original show, right? The twenty six TV yeah. episodes, very yeah. cool. I, uh, I you, think they also have the end of Evangelion, the movie, so you get the full uh, the full story. Do you think it's going to be uncensored? It should be right, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah Netflix doesn't care about that. Yeah. I mean, they should uh, some <laughs> scenes in End of Evangelion, but uh, they won't. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, what else do we have? There's also Cowboy Bebop news. Uh, yeah. A lot of people know Evangelion. More people probably know Cowboy Bebop because it had uh, a couple different runs, like full-length runs on, on Adult Swim. It's a mainstay. Um, it's really accessible. It's uh, kind of like a – at the core of it, there's like a war store going on. Uh, but it's about bounty hunters in space kind of. And they get the job done as best they can, which means that they kind of lose out sometimes. Yeah. Um, Do you like Firefly? Fi- you got to yeah. watch this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they're they're going to do a live action series on Netflix. It's already available in multiple forms. There's Blu-rays out that got remastered. Um, it, like I said, you can find it anywhere. So Chris, but yeah, <laughs> it, it it's it, live action adaptations have not gone well uh, for anime for whatever reason. Hard facts. Um, yeah, yeah. Like e- there's even like you know popular anime that got made into like live action drama series in Japan and those still are all right I mean uh they got a lot of fans I know but yeah it it just doesn't translate well so I hope 
I hope beyond hope that Cowboy Bebop is going to do well live action. Uh, if they just focus on the noir elements, like the hard-boiled type story going on, then, you know, it's kind of hard to screw that up. But they are in space. There's this place in the, you know, about 2075. So, if you... If, God, it has so much potential to go so wrong so quickly with all the CGI requirements. And then, if you screw up the sound direction, because the 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 music, it's infused with, like, bebop, of course. This isn't the title. It's infused with jazz and stuff. Um, it... If you screw any of that up, it's not going to feel authentic. Make an adaptation. Yes, do that. That's fine. The do original exists. We can still enjoy that. But make your adaptation well. Do you think they should get the seatbelts to do the soundtrack for the live action? Like, is that even possible? Oh, my God. Probably. Um, yeah. It, just for the, at least Tank. At least something like that. Yeah. To hear that again would be great. Um, they got the pillows to do... The Furry Curry series, the one that just came out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they should be able to. Uh, yeah, hope it's good. <laughs> Reserved, reservedly hope it's good. Uh, the last thing from the anime, Big Wheel, is going to be... Uh, oh, there's also Ghost in the Shell anime kind of coming out on Netflix as well. They acquired that license. Like I said, they got money now. Maybe Bright did really well. Uh, who knows? It's all subscription-based, so they get paid whether you see it or not cool uh, <laughs> yeah. uh snitch here watanabe the director for bebop is also involved in a blade runner um oh right cartoon that's gonna be coming to adult swim um black runner Bla- um, blade runner black lotus is what it's gonna be called uh yeah i think it's gonna be set like um before blade runner 2049 that came out earlier this year was that this year it's been Jesus. a long year yeah <laughs> it's been a real long year. I've forgotten most of everything that happened. Luckily, this is podcast, so I can go back and listen to it. Well, Chris, thanks for catching up all the listeners on all of that cool anime stuff that's coming out. It is really cool. I'm a huge, huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, especially. And, um, yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting. I remember at one point they were thinking about doing a live-action movie and that Keanu yeah. Reeves was attached uh, to play Spike. So that would have been... I definitely think that would have been a cool... I mean, at least that casting would have been on the, on the nose, on the point. That would have been great. Yeah, it, it fell through a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, uh, so th- that pretty much closes up the show, but we do have a Big Wheel Award to give. And, of course, for those that listen... Hopefully you know that that's not an award that you want to receive. <laughs> it's when you do the least with the most. It's when you're doomed to fail. Uh, and that award this week goes to whoever the fuck decided to cancel Daredevil on Netflix. Whoever is responsible for that you win the big wheel award you shouldn't have done that charlie cox That's is big, amazing big. you had vincent d'onofrio as kingpin he's great Vanessa. the city i must <laughs> do what i can for the city yeah it's <laughs> You had it right there. It was right in front of you. It was getting the eyeballs. Everyone was talking about it. They were making memes. They were doing things. And then you took it away. I don't know why you did that. I don't agree with it. I think it was a bad idea. It was a bad choice. You win the Big Wheel Award, Netflix executives. 
who decided that. Don't like it. No, sir. Boo! Not cool! Yep. Giant alien head is absolutely right, as usual. (laughs) Well, that's going to close us up for this week. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you can get a moment and go over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to the podcast, give us a review. Give us five stars. We do greatly appreciate it. Chris continues his antagonistic tactic, which for sure will get us at least a three-star review. But we do appreciate your reviews and your feedback. Feel free to chat with us uh, on Facebook's probably the best way. Anytime we post a thread, just reply in there and we'll see it. Uh, But we do really, really thank you all for listening as always. Until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. Stay walk strong. 